Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. As promised, uh, we are going to head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, the River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement Bet on it. Our Oilers Now headliner today is presented by Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Um, Our next guest scored a huge goal during the 1990 Memorial Cup. Uh, That was in between Swift Current. Winning in 1989, Peter Kozowski, who's a, a, a family relation of mine, uh, was on that Swift Current team in 89 and spoke in on the Memorial Cup title with one of the toughest teams ever in WHL history. This guy wasn't a shrinking violet either. Coyotes general manager Bill Armstrong joins us in 12 seconds time, but not before you hear this. Corner now, Lewis. Davis going for the front of the net. Pierce can't get it out. Scaldi, but offside, called on the general. We'll see. Brendan, we'll get you to work on that a little bit later on. Uh, talk. We, we thought we had it. That was the game. Uh, anyhow, uh, we bring aboard Arizona Coyotes general manager Bill Armstrong. That's live radio for you, Bill. We tried to pull that right off the old TSN feed that I had saved at home. You did score the game winner that year, which undoubtedly uh, overshadowed uh, a guy by the name of Eric. You joined that team mm-hmm. during that season, and Eric Lindros uh, came to that squad. Yeah. And he was a pretty good player, eh, Bill? Yeah, he turned out okay. <laughs> He's uh, he was a great player. He, uh, he he was he was fun to play with, and uh, you know his uh, just you know what he brought to the team. You know, we went from being a kind of a no name team to him coming to our team, and all of a sudden we were like rock stars. <laughs> so he jumped on his back and enjoyed the ride. So now you were the only guy on the team that could look him in the eyes because you were a pretty big man yourself and played. You know, you had a ten year pro career as a hard nosed stuff defenseman. Yeah, I saw. Him- 91 Canada Cup, I broadcast, yeah. believe it or not, broadcast games, and I was not the, you know, a little bit thinner than I am now, and, yeah. he's, and he looked at me, he goes, you're the radio guy for this? And I'm like, yeah, he goes, you're a little young to be doing radio, and I'm like, I can't, I've never seen a guy with that kind of muscle at 18, oh, like, yeah. like he was a like a physical freak, wasn't he, Bill? Yeah, he was. You know, and the good story about that is so we, we come in in his first day and we, we were supposed to be stretching. Our coach was big on the stretch before practice. But I used to wrestle. I was king of the ring. I was six foot five, 225 pounds. And, you know, I was the, the heavyweight champion in the room. And the boys were started up, you know, because they knew he was coming. He was coming to join our team, you know. So they'd all gathered around for the match. And I really didn't take him seriously. And he picked me up and body slammed me. Um and I was amazed at how strong he was. Now I got the tie, the second one, but but he was a he was a he was a beast. Yeah, um, he, he, something that I hadn't seen before. And it, he, you know, his work ethic was incredible too. Uh, I think that I'm a hardworking guy, and uh, uh, but his work ethic was incredible. And uh, he was just great to have on the team. You know, he was young and. Uh, 
he drove our team and uh, he was just uh, and we still remain friends to this day and uh, our reunions are great when everybody shows up and uh, he's still bigger than me I think he's got a couple pounds on me but by the end of my uh, GM tenure I I might I might be able to beat him because I'm just surrounded by food all day. <laughs> yeah, well, you're in the NHL, right? The Never Hungry League. You know a lot. All those all those years in St. Louis, and that's where I want to start. Uh, you're not yeah. you're not actually related to Doug Armstrong, Bill, no. are you? But no. how great of a mentor was it for you to grow? You oh. know, to cut your teeth with, you know, a guy that is. Uh, I, I would say amongst his peers is considered you know a, a, a top general manager in the NHL. Yeah, I, I would agree. He was great to work with. Um, you know, he, he, he was, we just, we had a good relationship, especially around the draft, uh, draft time. We worked extremely well together, you know, from not only getting Kairos of the, of the world to Tage Thompson to Robert Thomas, um, Vince Dunn's, you know, we, we had a good relationship when it came to the draft and Doug was a special guy in the sense that, you know, he, he was a good GM. He, 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 he really won trades, um, and he put a lot of pressure on us to be good on the amateur side. Um, it was just great to work with and uh, you know someone that I often think back about he's like one of those teachers that you have and you're like yeah he was right now that I'm in the job I'm like yeah he was right (laughs) we're joined right now by Arizona GM Bill Armstrong this is not an easy situation that you've come into Um, they did some interesting things on the analytics side they didn't miss on all of their picks Uh, they they ended up not having your own first rounder you traded for one you took Gunther Uh, how has it got I mean it's pretty obvious you know you you got a new building that you're going to be yeah. hopefully going to, but just give me an overall assessment of how you think things have gone in the first, you know, what do you, this is what your, your second full year there. I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, I'm going into my third year, full year here. Yeah. And, and here's, here's, you know, when I came in, I had a lot of calls. A couple of guys said, Hey, you don't take that job, <laughs> you know? And then a couple of guys called and said, you know, that's the worst job in hockey you just got. So uh, we were able to kind of get lucky um, and, 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 and kind of get out of it in some sense that we were able to kind of move some big, big contracts at the time and turn them into picks. Um, and now, you know, you see the Gunthers of the world playing and, uh, um, so they're, they're starting to, to come into our lineup, and uh, we, were, we were able to, to take some bad deals and, and get some other picks for it. And we, we lucked out because it turned into a flat cap that nobody predicted. And I would have to think that we made the most of it with all the picks that we've taken in. And uh, you know, we were able to you know generate three first rounders last year, which was huge, and pick up in the top five. So it's um, it's been really really good in that side of it. And uh, you know, we've we've been able to make some some you know through our scouts. I, I believe we've got some good savvy scouts and we've added the the veg malkas and, and the mosers you know uh, in already and uh, you know the gunthers and uh, so you come see our team play you you can you can certainly see the the work that's coming in and uh, we're a competitive team uh, i don't believe we're going to win a stanley cup but um you know we're almost in every game and um, there's a lot of young guys playing Bill, you've had a brutal schedule because of the building situation. Is, is tonight yep. the conclusion of a 14-game? Did I hear that right? After tonight, we have the best schedule in the NHL. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's a positive way to look at it, you know. So um, it's 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 certainly you know because we played our exhibition games on the road too. So there's I think it's 27 games we've played on the road, including the exhibition games. So it's been a it's been a grind on our our, our guys. We've been able to go home through it though, so that's been kind of good and get refreshed and go back out on the road um you know give kudos to our staff and, and the players they've embraced it in the right way and uh and they've certainly played as hard as they can to, throughout the being on the road that long 
We're joined by Bill Armstrong, the general manager of the Arizona Coyotes. Bob Stoffer with you. Uh, Bill was kind enough to give us some time uh, in Abbotsford and in Washington. Just our, our paths crossed. Uh, I'm sure you're t- when you do interviews. I mean, the Jacob Chickren's name is out there. You know that uh, he has yeah. played well since he's come back, hasn't he? Yeah, he has, and you know he's garnered a lot of interest. And uh, you know, we we you know obviously would uh, what's you know we have a. You know, I guess a priority to get, to get you know first rounders for Jacob, and we're sticking to that. And that's that's been uh, one of the things that we've uh, kind of you know asked for. And uh, you know, Jacob uh, has been coming to the lineup. He's played great. He's, he's he's been really a force. And the last game was probably his best game that he's played. And uh, um, certainly makes our team go. He's asked to be traded, so you know we've obviously looked into that. But we're not. What as I always say, we're not giving him away for free. So um, it's got to work for both sides. And uh, we have found that right fit yet but uh, i'm sure that will come as the pressure heats up well you mentioned jj moser who was a second round pick in 2021 and you know he's got 13 points in the back end and 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 you know he's i I think it's fair to say maybe a little bit of a surprise that he's emerged this quickly you also got victor soderstrom uh who played with broberg on the uh, swedish world junior team uh he's not up right now he's played 28 nhl games how's he playing for you down in tucson He's played great. He's had a great season down there. I'm obviously no young player uh, wants to go back down to the minors, but we asked him to go there and work on a few things, and and he's he's been great. He's been probably one of our best players down in the minors, and you know at some point in time he'll get get the tasty NHL again. But he's been a good player down there, and we look forward to having him up here and uh, and being a good player in our lineup at some point in time. And you know sometimes it's a, it's a slow burn. Sometimes they're like Moser and they get there a little bit quicker, but uh, they just got to keep improving and. That's the main thing, and uh, sometimes nowadays in the NHL, kids get there pretty early um, because of the salary cap, and it's not always the best for them. And we've had the opportunity to kind of, uh, you know, create an environment for him down there where he plays a lot and he gets in a lot of situations, and he can, can continues to get better. So uh, he's been a, he's been awesome down there, and hopefully at some point in time we'll get a look at him up top. Now I know you're going to be going off to the World Juniors. You have Logan Cooley, uh, who was yep. a third overall pick. He's playing in Minnesota. He's got. 21 points in 17 games this year in the NCAA. Fair to say he's probably going to be the Americans' first-line center? Uh, I would think so. I I, I got the chance to watch him uh, back-to-back nights in ASU. The first night he pulled the the old Michigan off pretty quickly. It's probably the fastest one I've seen probably from the top of the the, the ice to the net. He's he's rather smooth at doing it. but he, his second game was, you know, he played a great game. He was a special player in that second game, and kind of his line with knives and Snuggerud kind of took over. So I'm, I'm really interested to see how he does at the World Juniors. You know, he got a taste of it in the summer, and now he's coming back at it after playing uh, the starting the year in the uh, in Minnesota. So it, it'll be interesting for him. Um, you know, he'll get a chance to be a leader, and uh, uh, we really look forward to having him in our lineup at, at some point. Not sure what. With Hockey Canada, with Winnipeg, because neither Savoy nor Geeky, I believe, got invited to Team Canada's World Junior Squad. Uh, That's a big kid, right? Like, he's a big guy. Uh, Have you had a chance to see the ice play this season? 
yeah, I have, you know, and uh, I just actually had lunch with him yesterday. Um, you know, as I told him, and the way to approach it is is use that as motivation to prove them wrong. You know, you come back and be the one of the best players in the dub on the second half of the season, and you know, and uh, you know, lead your team to the Moral Cup, and uh, that's what you have to do, and use that as motivation, and you know, prove them wrong that uh, you are one of the top players, and that, and that they missed on you, and that's that's normally how we approach it. Um, you know, with with the kids, and uh, you know, I think he was disappointed, but he's got a great team that he plays for in Winnipeg, and his coach has done a nice job there with him. And uh, for us, he's he's going to be a big part of the the Yotes moving forward. It's hard to find a you know a player of that size with that skill level and that hockey sense that you know it plays the center ice position. So he's uh, he's someone that's special for us, and uh, uh, we're looking forward to having him uh, in, in our lineup at some point over the next few years. Bill, I have people texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. They're like, Stoffer, you're 10 minutes into the interview. You haven't asked Bill about Dylan Gunther. Um, (laughs) I'm here to tell you, I think if Gunther doesn't get hurt last year uh, in the series against Seattle, Seattle's an old-school WHL team, as you know. In fact, they just added another tough guy in the last couple days here. Uh, But Dylan Gunther, 45 goals, 91 points. Uh, He was plus 51 last year with the uh, Oil Kings. First question I have for you, uh, he's in the lineup tonight. Uh, is yep. there a chance he joins Canada by Friday? There could be a chance of that. You know, uh, obviously we, we, you know, we move day to day in the NHL, and you know, obviously the, the Coyotes are the first priority, and him playing for us, and you know, uh, but he's he's done a great job this year. Um, you know, uh, coming in, you know, you never know when kids are leaving junior coming to the NHL. Um, you know what they can bring and, and how quickly they'll adjust to it, and he's done a good job. And you know, it hasn't all translated for him. If you ever watch practice and watch his release, he's probably got one of the best releases I've ever seen. Um, and he scores at will in practice. It just hasn't translated as much to to the NHL yet, and it will, um, you know, and it's coming. And he's been able to, to have some nights where he's been able to produce some points. And uh, the NHL is, you know, obviously unkind to rookies at times, but he's he's done a great job uh, for us, and he's been uh, someone that's uh, been able to produce some points. The crappy thing for Dylan is I actually think the Oil Kings had a deeper team the year before when we were in the, yeah. uh, you know, that Alberta-only bubble. They just didn't get a chance to play. That's how it works. Um, one thing you've done is you've protected your team. I know Josh Brown, who played uh, for Oshawa, which is where he won the Memorial Cup. He won one as well. He was captain of that team in 2015 when they beat Drysaddle in overtime. Josh Brown, hard-nosed, tough defenseman. He can chuck him. O'Brien knows his job. He knows his role. He willed himself to the NHL. Uh, you know, you got Cassian, who can still do it. Uh, Lawson Krause is not a timid man. Is that something you have to do when you are bringing along younger players like Gunther or maybe a smaller, skilled guy like a Keller? Well, my, my first year here, I, I felt that, uh, in my opinion, that Schmoltz and Keller took absolute beatings. Um, and we had nobody to kind of answer the bell. And when, when somebody, you know, took a vicious hit, there was there was no way we could protect our guys. And uh, that was probably one of the first adjustments I, I made coming back in the second year. Uh, just, you know, going through it, you know, I wanted to make sure that, you know, we had s- – somebody that could you know protect our players at some point in time and uh, it is uh, it's still part of the game obviously you know it's uh, when you have guys like Kazin and that you know I, I don't think they go out looking for it um, but everybody knows if there's a, a bad hit on one of our players, um, you know, you know, we'll have to take take care of obviously of, of 
um, our players and, um, and and our guys do that. They stick up for each other in a good way, um, and and I do believe it provides our young guys with with some extra room there. Bill, uh, I th- you're just retaining right now on Oliver Ekman Larson. Right now, is that right? Yep. On the, on the, so yeah. you can take one more, right? Where you can retain some money as part of. Uh, we can take two more. You, you, we can take two more. You can, yep. you can take two more. Totally yep. open to that. If somebody's willing to give you an extra pick to eat a little bit of money in the short term. Absolutely. I mean, as long as it makes sense, um, you know, you know, we're in this as we go through the rebuild. We're in this period where you only have so much time to gain as many assets as you can. Um, so it's it's definitely something that we look at every year and see what we can do to create assets. Uh, the more assets we have, it's going at draft time. The better off we are. So we're we're always looking for ways to create assets. Uh, John Chaka was heavily uh, influenced by analytics. Uh, you come from a St. Louis organization that did them. Maybe didn't talk about them that much. Yeah. Uh, do you value analytics? Oh, we do. Absolutely. We value analytics and uh, we're big in it into information, whether it's scout size, it's analytics, you know, any, any way we can use information to make better decisions by having, you know, the guys like Larry Plo on your staff or John Ferguson and, you know, any, any point of information uh, that, that we can grab and use it uh, to make a better decision we do. So analytics is a big part of that. Um, and it continues to grow and you have to stay up on it and you have to use it. It's just, it's another, uh, it's another tool that you have uh, to make a better decision. So, you, you know, now, I mean, I think we're up to about three analytical companies that we have uh, that we use, but I think that's, that's almost in the norm now. Um, so it's, I think everybody uses it, um, you know, and everybody's looking at the same information and you're always looking for that upper edge to, to kind of have more information. So there's different things that we do. I think uh, that other teams don't do, uh, but it's. Uh, I wouldn't say that we solely make a decision on analytics. It's based upon a lot of information from a lot of different tools that we use. You mentioned uh, the depth of some of the people you have around you. Uh, you have a guy that drafted Laurent Brassois, Tristan Jari, and Sebastian Cosa in junior, and that's Randy yeah. Hatch. Local guy, yeah, love, last yeah. WHL general manager to win a Memorial Cup. Great addition for your team as well, eh? Yeah, he, he was. He was a driving force for us to get geeky and gunther and he's done a great job and uh you know we continue to 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 love guys like him he's he's a knowledgeable man about the game of hockey that's been in the fight in the western league and he knows you know he knows how to get it done his knowledge of players is great so for us to be able to you know in this quick flip when i came in to be able to get the ryan jankowski's and the daryl plandowski's of the world and the Randy hanches and the kevin peterson's it's been great so uh, we've been lucky and been very fortunate to, to put together a great staff very very quickly bill we found the goal just hold on a sec brendan's gonna run it right now that goal never goes away. <laughs> or the Kitchener Rangers. Off the board, can't get it out. Armstrong shoots good. So take me through how pumped up. What a great moment that was for you to score the game-winning goal in the Memorial Cup final, an all-OHL yeah. uh, championship. I don't know who let the WHL down that year. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, Kamloops was uh, Ken Hitchcock and Lenny Berry and uh, Nita Ryder and the boys were leading the charge. They were a hell of a team. They just they just uh, got caught where they couldn't get it going in that short period of time. Yeah. And uh, but I, I'll tell you uh, just quickly about the goal. It, you know, there was a kid that Shane Stevenson was from a, a town that's uh, just down the street from where I. I've been playing him since about four years old, and he was the winger I was kind of watching, and he took off. And uh, I looked out of the corner of my eye, I could see like a slow rim. And I'm like, I think I can get to the puck. And when I got to the puck, 
I swear, my, my coach was Rick Kornacki. He was, and he had this thing where he was like, drill it into your head. Just get the puck on that. Just get the puck. So I just wristed it quickly, and I knew I could get it on the net. And then I took off in case it hit something. And my whole panic was, you know, my, I had terrible foot speed. So I had to head out. Early. As soon as I shot, I headed out to center ice just to see where the guy was, you know. And I was skating to pick him up, and I could hear the goal go in. And I thought selfishly to myself, can you believe that? I think I just got the assist on the winning goal. Like that, that went through my brain as as it as it happened, you know. Uh, but it was really due to our coach uh, and 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 just you know drilling things home, simple things home. And uh, uh, yeah, I went in and I, I still don't think our teammates, my teammates, can believe that I, that I actually shot it in. <laughs> there you go, awesome. A uh, cup of coffee for Stevenson with Boston, right? That's the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Thought yeah, so. Yeah. Bill, hey, you gave us lots of time. Thanks a lot, my man. We'll see you here tonight. You got it. You take care. Thanks for having me on. You bet. That is Bill Armstrong. He is the general manager of the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, an engaging conversation, to say the least. And you can hear the emphasis on amateur scouting, and they've accumulated a bunch of extra picks. And he went in without having their own. Don't forget, the league took away Arizona's number one. They traded Ekman Larson. They basically ate about a million bucks. You heard him say it. They're totally open to taking on, uh, retaining on a, on a couple more players. Now, they're retaining on on. Uh, Ekman Larson for several more years, but they can certainly do a couple pending UFAs. So let's just say Chicago as an example. They got Taze, they got Kane. Hmm, do you think maybe Arizona might be getting a call, especially given the fact that uh, the real money on those two players is $2.9 million for the season. At the deadline, it would probably be, what, about seven hundred and fifty k. Bill Armstrong has been our guest, uh, and he is our headliner on today's show, courtesy of Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's 126 in Edmonton, and this is Oilers Now. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Great song, no question. 128 at Edmonton, uh, the river. You know, Kurt Nielsen, the guy that won World Idol. <laughs> what was it? Uh, they all they had the World Idol competition back in, like, I don't know, 2002, 2003, and then the guys all slide the people from the other country. It was just awful. It was hilarious. Uh, Kelly Clarkson came in and voted, like, is that her name? She, came, she got voted in, like, fifth. But uh, Kurt Nielsen does a great version of the river. Bill Armstrong joined us. Uh, we've got the, uh, he's the general manager of the Arizona Coyotes. We will tell you Connor Ingram is starting to not Corral of uh, Amelka. Jack Michaels passing that along. Craig uh, Morgan as well. Uh, Bill Guerin will join us on Friday's edition of Oilers Now. I think uh, we had to cancel uh, last uh, Thursday uh, due to a matter. But uh, we're hoping to have uh, Bill Guerin coming up on Friday's show. If you're looking for the perfect holiday gift, you can join Oilers Now in Vegas. 
to see the Oilers play the Pacific Division rival, the Vegas Golden Knights. This new West travel package includes airfare, three nights at the five-star Cosmopolitan Hotel on the Strip, and great game tickets and a welcome reception with yours truly for the Oilers now hockey roadie. Reach out to newwesttravel.com. It is time. It is time. Is it time? Eh, am I going to tease you? Are we going to do it? Let's get to Oilers Game Day Trivia for St. Albert Source for Sports, your hockey headquarters for over 35 years. When Zach Cassian was traded from Buffalo to the Vancouver Canucks, who did the Canucks send the other way? 780-496-0063. This guy was supposed to be a big-time player. Didn't pan out. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Evan Cook.